Welcome to I Am Ethos, a podcast about self-discovery, inspiration, and uplifting real-life stories from extraordinary people. Each week, we deliver the best inspirational stories and tips on how you can live an extraordinary life. Now here's your host, Joe Willow-Rose. When we think about freedom, we think of childhood dreams coming alive. We think of eating ice cream for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We think of joy, laughter, fun, and bliss. Michelle came to us one day to help with her depression. She felt hopeless and dead inside when we first met. It wasn't until she told us her story that those words truly embodied the life she was living in. It started gradually. One night, Michelle woke up sweating profusely and panting as if she couldn't breathe. She said that the first few times it happened, she was not too concerned because this happened in the past. However, when the middle of the night distress continued to happen daily for weeks, she became alarmed. She tried using over-the-counter sleep medications to no avail. Then she started having nightmares and tremors. Her husband didn't understand what was happening and therefore was ill-equipped to help her. Out of desperation, she went to see a psychologist to hopefully find the underlying cause of why this was happening to her. After seeing this doctor several times, she said the sessions didn't feel any different. She continued to wake up in the middle of the night, sweating, panting, and nightly having full-blown panic attacks. She quit going to the psychologist and instead researched other means to heal her. That was when, one day, she went to a school gathering for her nine-year-old daughter when she struck up a conversation with another mother. The mother noticed Michelle's melancholy behavior and gently asked if she could help in any way. Close to tearing up, Michelle broke down and briefly told the mother the experience she was having. The mother looked at her empathetically while listening intently to Michelle's story. Before they left, the mother gave her our business card and said that she had heard of us from her daughter who came to see one of our life coaches when her daughter was going through her divorce. Divorce? I'm not going through divorce, Michelle thought. But the mother said that we also offered other alternative health services she may be interested in. And so Michelle took the business card, uttered a few pleasantries, then left. When she got home, Michelle felt our business card inside her coat pocket and decided to leave it there. She hung her coat in the closet, started cooking dinner, then eventually settled in for the night. When Michelle was about to retire upstairs to go to sleep, she noticed our business card laying on top of the coffee table near the staircase. She immediately wondered why it was there. She distinctly remembered it being inside her coat pocket. She thought a moment and wondered if her mind was playing tricks on her, but she was too tired to argue with herself. And so 
she decided to go upstairs and forget about it. The next morning was like any other morning. She got up, went downstairs to prepare her daughter's lunch, made coffee, then went upstairs. She said wonderful things to her husband, then got herself ready for work. She did this day in and day out. However, on this day, after brushing her teeth, without realizing it, she sat down on top of her bed, placed her hands on her face, and sobbed. She sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. It felt like the dam burst from the inside out. She recalled how utterly amazing it was that out of nowhere, she just started crying profusely. Everyone already left, and so she was left alone to contemplate on what just happened. She was astonished that she could even cry like that. She said the last time this happened to her was when she was seven or eight years old. It was then that a memory she tried to suppress and thought had vanished from her life resurfaced. The memory of her uncle abusing her verbally. Her mother was single at the time and couldn't cope raising Michelle on her own. And so her mother turned to her brother for help. Michelle's uncle was also single and didn't have much experience raising a child. He drank a lot and was miserable most of his life. He took his anger out on Michelle, who was already timid and shy and had a tough time expressing her feelings to anyone. It was then that Michelle took stock of what was really happening in her life. She realized that the memory of her uncle's verbal abuse will never go away, no matter how much she tried. She either had to acknowledge it and work it out or continue to ignore that it ever happened. Then she decided to call her boss and said that she was ill and was not coming in. Her boss of five years was more than sympathetic because Michelle had never called in sick except when her daughter had to be hospitalized for three days. Even then, Michelle worked to complete a project deadline and so Michelle's boss insisted that she took a few days off to recover. When Michelle went downstairs to have her cup of coffee, she noticed again our business card. But this time, it was near the coffee machine. She nodded her head and asked herself why it was there. She was so perplexed beyond words. Michelle remembered seeing it last on top of the coffee table last night and inside her coat pocket before that. She then assumed that either her daughter or her husband placed it there. But why? Still contemplating on her situation and this bizarre occurrence with our business card, Michelle decided that day to only focus on herself. At first she felt guilty her daughter and husband needed her after all, and so how could she just abandon them? But the sobbing that occurred earlier was not just a physical emotion. It was a cry for help. She still wondered why our business card kept reappearing out of nowhere. She thought 
okay, this was a sign she should not ignore. And so she called her office and asked for an appointment to see one of our coaches. Melinda, our administrative manager, scheduled Michelle with Cora, who happened to have the same experience that Michelle had with her uncle. And Cora was the only one available to take on this assignment. So it was meant to be. Cora was also a licensed family therapist on top of being an excellent therapy coach. It was a perfect combination for those two to work together. After a few hours have gone by, Michelle and Cora were able to confirm their appointment for the following week. Upon first meeting each other, Michelle said that it felt like she knew Cora all her life. Cora felt the same. Some of the exercises Cora provided was to explore traveling outside Michelle's comfort zone. Michelle was a homebody. She never ventured outside her home, much less her town. When she was asked to travel for business, she always asked if the meetings could be done online. Michelle lived in Maryland, and the farthest she's ever traveled was in New Mexico for a business event where she was being honored by her industry peers for her outstanding work. That night after Michelle's session ended with Cora, she spoke to her husband and asked if he was willing to travel with her while her mother took care of their daughter for a few days. Her husband, shocked by the invitation, looked at Michelle with a smile on his face and asked, where would you like to go? Michelle said, anywhere, as long as he, he was with her. They made a list of four places to travel to and in the end chose Alaska to embark on a four-day romantic cruise. So excited, but still a little anxious to travel, Michelle and her husband immediately made the travel arrangements. Before embarking on the romantic cruise with her husband, Michelle and Cora met a few times. At this point, Michelle was on her way to living a life she was meant to. She was happier, more fun-loving, and a joy to be with. She and her husband loved each other more than ever, and her daughter was excelling in school. No doubt a reflection of what was happening in her home. Michelle acknowledged that her life will not always be rosy and happy all the time, but this time she was able to embrace and face any of the sadness, anger, and fear from an unfamiliar perspective. She learned how not to avoid these feelings, but instead to acknowledge that they exist, to deal with it head on, then to let go. It was during her romantic Alaskan trip with her husband that Michelle realized that life can be blissful and alive. She rarely felt confined to the fear and anxiety. She writes on her daily journal, which she claimed was more than half of the reasons she continued to live happy and joyful most of the time. This was her outlet her invincible friend, her confidant, and her savior. Her journal represented her higher self, and that made it even more real for her. Things to ponder. 
Have you ever had trauma in your life? If so, have you acknowledged it fully? If you have, we're very happy for you. If you haven't, however, we suggest you either speak to a professional therapist and or talk to a life or therapy coach to help you recover from your traumatic situation. Why, you may ask? As we have witnessed with Michelle's situation, we believe that when something has made us fearful, angry, or sad, one way to fully recover from it is to acknowledge it, work on the grief, and this, by the way, can take days, weeks, months, or even years. It doesn't really matter how long, as long as it's being addressed and that you learn how to let go. Letting go doesn't mean forgetting it happened. By letting go of the toxic event and how you feel about this event, you can live life differently, hopefully in a more loving and happier way. And lastly, regardless of your situation, think of ways you can be happy now. It could be little things like going for a walk, playing your favorite music, or it could be a big thing like planning a trip by yourself or people you love. By planning this trip, your sense of being and vibration will increase to new heights, therefore allowing you to be in a state of happiness and pure joy. When it comes to having the freedom to live a life of bliss, you must allow your true essence to come out. You may do this by working on issues that have or are deterring you to live this way. There are several ways you can achieve this and one size does not fit all. You will find it by first thinking you want it and you need it. Then things will unfold in your life that sometimes cannot be explained such as when our business card miraculously appeared out of nowhere for Michelle to find. Unexplainable things happen all the time. We just have to see, believe, and act. And when we do, magic happens. Allow your life to have the freedom to live in bliss. Be happy now. You deserve it. Your true essence is love. Loving who you are, loving your environment, loving those who are close to you, and loving life. This is who you are. Now, claim it. Tune in next time as we explore the power of now. What does this really mean to you? Sending you many blessings and love. Thanks for joining us this week on I Am Ethos. Be sure to tune in next week for our next exciting episode.